الحمد لله عظيم الإحسان واسع الفضل والجود والامتنان وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فيا عباد الله اتقوا الله تبارك وتعالى وراقبوه مراقبة من يعلم أن ربه يسمعه ويراه أيها المؤمنون حق عظيم وواجب جسيم أعلى الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن قدره ورفع مكانته وشأنه وقرنه سبحانه بحقه إنه عباد الله حق الوالدين ويكفي برهانا ودليلا على عظم هذا الحق وجسامة هذا المطلب أن الله تبارك وتعالى قرنه بحقه في خمس آيات من القرآن الكريم قال الله تعالى وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِيثَاقَ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلِ لَا تَعْبُدُونَ إِلَّا اللَّهَ وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا وقال تعالى قل تعالوا أتلوا ما حرم ربكم عليكم ألا تشركوا به شيئا وبالوالدين إحسانا وقال تعالى واعبدوا الله ولا تشركوا به شيئا وبالوالدين إحسانا وقال تعالى وقضى ربك ألا تعبدوا إلا إياه وبالوالدين إحسانا وقال الله تعالى ووصينا الإنسان بوالديه حملته أمه وهنا على وهن وفصاله في عامين أنشكر لي ولي والديك إلي المصير عباد الله وبمثل ما جاء به القرآن جاءت سنة النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام روى الإمام الترمذي من حديث عبد الله بن عمرو بن العاص رضي الله تعالى عنهما أنه قال قال الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم رضا الرب في رضا الوالد وسخط الرب في سخط الوالد وروى الإمام البخاري ومسلم من حديث عبد الله بن مسعود رضي الله تعالى عنه قال سألت النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام أي العمل أحب إلى الله قال الصلاة على وقتها قلت ثم أي قال بر الوالدين قلت ثم أي قال الجهاد في سبيل الله عباد الله وكما أن النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام قرن في هذا الحديث بر الوالدين بالصلاة التي هي عماد الدين وأعظم أركان الدين بعد شهادتين فإنه قد صح عنه عليه الصلاة والسلام أنه قرن ضد بر الوالدين وهو العقوق بضد توحيد الله تبارك وتعالى وهو الإشراك ففي, صحيح ففي الصحيح من حديث أبي بكرة رضي الله تعالى عنه أن النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام قال ألا أنبئكم بأكبر الكبائر ألا أنبئكم بأكبر الكبائر ألا أنبئكم بأكبر الكبائر قالوا بلى يا رسول الله قال الإشراك بالله وعقوق الوالدين الحديث عباد الله وعندما أمر ربنا جل في علاه ببر الوالدين والإحسان إليهما 
أطلق الأمر وأعمه ليتناول كل بر وكل إحسان قولي أو فعلي بل إن هذا الإطلاق يدل على أن للوالدين من البر أوفاه ومن الإحسان أعلاه كيف لا ومقامهما مقام عظيم وحقهما حق جسيم ولهذا كان, كان للوالدين من حسن الصحبة وطيب المعاملة وجمال الحديث ورعاية الحقوق ما ليس, ما ليس لغيرهما بل إن لهما في ذلك الحق المقدم والنصيب الأوفى ففي الصحيحين من حديث أبي هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه أن رجلا سأل النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام فقال له من أحق الناس بحسن صحابتي قال أمك قال ثم من قال ثم أمك قال ثم من قال ثم أمك قال ثم من قال ثم أبوك فتأمل يا رعاك الله كيف جعل عليه الصلاة والسلام حق حسن المصاحبة وجميل المعاملة وطيب الحديث جعل, الوال جعل, للوالدين جعل, جعل للوالدين الحق الأعلى والنصيب الأوفى ومن الناس من إذا لقي الأصحاب وجالس الزملاء والرفقاء تخير لهم من الحديث أعظبه ومن الخلق أطيبه ومن الأدب أرفعه وإذا التقى بوالديه أو بأحدهما لم يقدم لهم لهما شيئا من ذلك بل إنهما ربما عند بعض الناس في آخر القائمة وآخر المستحقين وهذا يا عباد الله من تمام اللؤم وسوء الطبع وشناعة الفعال وانتكاس في آداء الحقوق والواجبات عباد الله ومن يتأمل أحاديث رسول الله عليه الصلاة والسلام وهي كثيرة في هذا الباب عندما يتأمل إياها وعندما يتأمل يرى ويدرك علو شأن هذا الواجب ورفعة مقامه فقد جاء في سنن أبي داود أن رجلا أتى مهاجرا إلى نبي الله عليه الصلاة والسلام فقال له جئت أبايعك على الهجرة وتركت أبوايا يبكيان فقال عليه الصلاة والسلام ارجع إليهما فأضحكهما كما أبكيتهما وتأمل, وتأمل هذا يا عباد الله رجل جاء مهاجرا إلى النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام وهذه الهجرة تعني ملازمة سيد الخلق وتعني مرافقة سيد الأولين والآخرين صلوات الله وسلامه عليه ومع هذا إنه أمره بالعود إلى والديه وأن يضحكهما وقال للآخر الذي جاء إليه عليه الصلاة والسلام ليجاهد في سبيل الله قال له ألك أبوان قال نعم قال ففيهما فجاهد فعد عليه الصلاة والسلام بر الوالدين والإحسان إليهما ضربا من ضروب الجهاد في سبيل الله أيها المؤمنون أيها العباد أيها الإخوة الكرام ويتأكد هذا الحق العظيم والعناية العظمى بالوالدين حال كبرهما وضعف قواهما ووهاء أبدانهما
وضعف أبزارهما وقلة حيلتهما فالمقام مقام البر في هذا الموضع أعظم وأكبر فتأمل في ذلك قول الله تبارك وتعالى حينما قال وقضى ربك ألا تعبدوا إلا إياه وبالوالدين إحسانا إما يبلغن عندك الكبر أحدهما أو كلاهما فلا تقل لهما أف ولا تنهرهما وقل لهما قولا كريما واخفض لهما جناح الذل من الرحمة وقل رب ارحمهما كما ربياني صغيرا أيها العباد ومن أحسن لوالديه رعاية للحقوق وقياما بالواجبات أحسن الله إليه في الدنيا والآخرة ألم نسمع قول ربنا حينما قال هل جزاء الإحسان إلا الإحسان وكما قيل كما تدين تدان والجزاء من جنس العمل فمن كان عاقا لوالديه مسيئا إليهما فإن عاقبته الخسران وماله ونهايته إلى الحرمان أيها العباد أيها المؤمنون ويعين على البر أمران عظيمان ومقامان جسيمان إذا, استحضر إذا استحضرهما المرء كان أكبر عون له على, على بر والديه أما الأمر الأول فهو أن يتذكر الجميل السابق والإحسان المتواصل من الوالدين إليه ولا سيما الأم ليتذكر الحمل ومعاناته والوضع وشدته والرضاع وأتعابه وليتذكر أحوال أمه معه ليتذكر ذلك كله وقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى حملته أمه وهنا على وهن أما الأمر الثاني فهو أن يتذكر وأن تتذكر أنت وقوفك بين يدي ربك سبحانه وتعالى وأن الله تبارك وتعالى سائلك عن هذا الحق العظيم وهذا وهذا المطلب الجسيم وقد جمع بين هذين الأمرين اللذين هما أكبر عون للمرء إذا تأمل على البر بوالديه في قوله تعالى ووصينا الإنسان بوالديه حملته أمه على حملته أمه وهنا على وهن وفصاله في عامين أنشكر لي ولوالديك إلي المصير أقول قولي هذا أستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم Before I begin, could I ask the brothers to move slightly closer towards the front to make room for those at the back? Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulihi al-kareem Nabiina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een Amma ba'd A great and mighty right and duty that Allah has obligated upon his slaves And it is so great and its status is so elevated Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made a mention of this right alongside his own right in his book.
five different times in his book. Five different places in the Quran, Allah makes a mention of this particular right alongside his own right, the right of Tawheed. And that is the right that are, that is the right of Birrul Walidain. That is the right of being good and dutiful to our parents. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has said in his book, وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِيثَاقَ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلِ لَا تَعْبُدُونَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا And remember when we took the covenant from the children of Israel, the Jewish people, that you shall not worship anyone besides Allah, and that you be good to your parents, you will be dutiful to your parents. Ayat similar to this have been mentioned five times in the Qur'an, highlighting to us the great importance and the great station of being good and dutiful to your parents. In addition to how emphasis has been made in being good to your parents in the Quran, then in a similar manner, emphasis has been made in the Sunnah likewise, about being good, about being dutiful, about being righteous towards your parents. Allah's Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam in a hadith recorded by Imam Tirmidhi declared Sahih by Imam Al-Albani from Abdullah ibn Amr ibn Aas radiallahu ta'ala He said, Ridha al-Rab fi ridha al-Walid wa sakhat al-Rab fi sakhat al-Walid The pleasure of the Lord, the pleasure of Allah is in earning the pleasure of your parent. And the anger, the wrath of your Lord, that is in earning the anger and the wrath of your parents. Likewise, Allah's Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam, in a narration recorded by Imam al-Bukhari wa Muslim, from Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala an, who on an occasion asked the Messenger of Allah, which action is most beloved to Allah? At that point, the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam replied by saying, as-salatu ala waqtiha, praying on time. So then Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, because of his keenness to perform good deeds, righteous deeds, gather those deeds for the, for the inevitable standing before Allah, he says, Thumma ay. Then which good deed after that? So Allah's Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam replied by saying, Being good and dutiful and righteous towards the parents. Then he said, which one after that? And then Allah's Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam replied by saying, Al-Jihad fi sabilillah. But look how the Messenger of Allah, just as he makes a mention of, connects Birrul Walidain with the greatest of obligations after the two shahadas, after the two testifications of faith, yani as-salah. Just as the Messenger of Allah makes a mention of being good and dutiful to your parent right after praying on time, then in a similar manner, Allah's Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam makes a mention of being undutiful towards your parents, of being unrighteous towards your parents, of being disobedient towards your parents straight after the greatest crime that any human being can commit on the face of this earth, al-ishraq billah, associating partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imam al-Bukhari, radiallahu ta'ala, Imam al-Bukhari, radiallahu ta'ala, 
He recalls in his Sahih from the hadith of Abi Bakr radiallahu ta'ala an. That the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam, he said, Shall I not tell you the greatest of major sins? Shall I not tell you of the greatest of major sins? Shall I not tell you of the greatest of major sins? So then the companions, they said, Bala ya Rasulullah. Indeed, O Messenger of Allah, i.e. tell us. He said, Al-Ishraq billah al-walidain. Associating partners with Allah being disobedient towards your parents. Ayyuhal Muslimun. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger commanded us to be obedient towards our parents, dutiful towards our parents, he mentioned it in a general manner, unrestricted manner, manner. Indicating by way of that two things. Number one, that the parent deserve all types of righteousness, all types of goodness, anything that is righteousness and being dutiful, the parent, they deserve it from you, whether it's in statement or in action, all types of goodness. So it's not the case that there is a specific type of goodness and dutifulness that they deserve. No, all types of goodness, whether it's in the manner that you speak, whether it's in the manner that you sit with them, whether it's in the manner that you give them company, whether it's even in the manner in which you look at them. Every single form of righteousness, as far as those are concerned, your, your parents deserve it. But in addition to that, the fact that Allah, He mentioned dutifulness to the parents in a general manner, in an absolute manner, that indicates that they are the ones that deserve our good companionship more than anybody else. More than any other person. For that reason, when the man, he came to the Messenger of Allah, والسلام, and he asked him, Who is it that deserves my goodly companionship the most? Who is it that deserves my husna sahaba, my goodly companionship the most? What did the Messenger of Allah والسلام, say? He said, Ummuk, your mother. So then the man said, Then whom? He said, Your mother. Then whom? He said, Your mother. And he said, then whom? Then he said, thumma abuk. Then your father. Indicating to anybody that has the lowest amount of IQ that your parents, your parents deserve the greatest amount of goodly companionship, friendliness. However you find amongst people, you find amongst people, if he sits with his friends, if he sits with his associates, his companions, he has the best of conduct with them. The best of companionship with them. They get the best and the most pleasant forms of muqaddimat and speech from him. He doesn't say, oh, so-and-so, give me, uh, I want to see you tonight. He'll say, oh, ya Abdullah, how are you doing and so on and so forth. How's your family doing? How's your health? How's the business going? Is it good? Okay, mashallah. Akhi, I need some help from you. Can you come over to my house tonight at 9 p.m.? But with his mother and his father, la, absolute opposite. His mother and his father, they're at the bottom of the list. His mother and his father, perhaps they are the last of people whose rights he fulfills. This type of person, he should bring to mind the fact that al-jaza' min jinsil amal. Al-jaza' min jinsil amal. 
you reap what you sow. Just as you treat people, you'll be treated in a similar manner. What goes around, comes around. One day you're going to be old as well, if Allah wills. If it's the case that you treated your parents in a bad manner, in an ill manner, then don't be surprised when you reach old age, your children and your grandchildren will treat you just as you treated your parents. But if you treat your parents in a good manner, whether you are young or whether you are old, if your parents are alive, or even if they've passed away, you pray for them, they're still benefiting from you, even after they've died. If you treat your parents in a good manner, then is Allah going to let your, let your reward go to waste? لا. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has said in His book, هَلْ جَزَاءُ الْإِحْسَانِ إِلَّا الْإِحْسَانِ Is the reward of ihsan, is the reward of goodness, is the reward of perfection, is the reward of kindness, of benevolence, of generosity, anything other than ihsan. Ayyuhal ibad, ayyuhal mu'minun, my dear brothers and sisters. There are two factors. If a person bears them in mind, and if a person observes these two factors and implements these two factors, then these two factors are going to be a cause and a means of helping you, of aiding you, of assisting you in being good to your mother, in being good to your father. What are those two tools and aids and assistance that assist you in being good to your parents? Number one, that you think about and you bring to mind and you remember all the goodness that your parents have done to you and all the goodness that your parents continue to do for you, especially your mother. Thinking about how she bore you inside of her belly, her stomach, her womb for a period of nine months or so. And the hardship that, he, that she underwent at that time. Thinking about the labor that your mother had to go through. And the pain and the hardship and the agonies that she had to go through at that time. Thinking about how your mother fed you and breastfed you. Thinking about how your mother nurtured you and reared you sleepless nights. For indeed when you do that, then it will bring to mind how in debt you are towards your mother. How much in debt you are towards your father. That's the first thing. As for the second thing. And that is that you take into consideration. And that you bear in mind. And that you think about. And that you reflect. Seriously think about. Your wukuf. Your standing. Standing where? Standing in front of someone. In front of whom? In front of your Lord, the one that gave your parents in the first place. The one that saw you when you were disobedient towards your parents. The one that heard you when you made an unpleasant statement and remark towards your parents. The one who witnessed you do that. Think about that day when you're going to stand in front of him. Think about that day when he's going to ask you about that blessing of the parents that he gave to you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to be good to our parents. He said in his book, وَقَضَى رَبُّكَ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا إِيَّاهَ وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا And your Lord has decreed and ordained that you shall not worship anyone besides him. And then he said, and you should be good to your parents. And he emphasizes to us to be good to our parents, especially when they're old. 
especially when their bodies have become weak, especially when their eyesight's become weak, especially when they become dependent upon you. Because he said after that, إِمَّا يَبْلُغَنَّ إِمَّا يَبْلُغَنَّ عِنْدَكَ الْكِبَرْ أَحَدُهُمَا أَوْ كِلَاهُمَا If one of them or both of them reach old age when you're still alive, فَلَا تَقُلْ لَهُمَا أُفْ Don't even say أُفْ to them. When you said أُفْ to your parents, Allah was watching you. The very same Rabb that you'll have to stand in front of one day. فَلَا تَقُلْ لَهُمَا أُفْ Don't even say أُفْ to them. وَلَا تَنْهَرْهُمَا Don't reproach them. Don't reproach them and reprimand them. Don't speak to them in a hard manner. وَقُلْ لَهُمَا قَوْلًا كَرِيمًا Rather say a generous, kind word to them. وَخْفِضْ لَهُمَا جَنَاحَ الذُّلِّ مِنَ الرَّحْمَةِ Lower to your parents the wing of humility through mercy towards them. وَقُلْ رَبِّ ارْحَمْهُمَا كَمَا رَبَّيَانِ صَغِيرًا And say, O my Lord, show mercy towards my parents just as they showed mercy towards me when I was young. Just as my parents were merciful to me when I was young, O Allah, be merciful towards my parents. Just as my parents reared me and nurtured me with generosity, O Allah, have generosity upon my parents. Have kindness towards my parents. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he forgives us for the shortcomings of ours towards our parents, for the evil that we might have done towards our parents, for the disobedience that we might have done towards our parents, for the statement of saying off to mother, off to father. If we've done that, we ask Allah by his rahmah, by his mercy, to erase it from our deeds, erase it from our scales of bad deeds. إنه ولي ذلك والقادر عليه وصلى الله على نبينا محمد والحمد لله رب العالمين وأقيم الصلاة